And now for the NEH Scholar, first place Back award. to the first place gold medal, NEH Scholar. NEH Scholar for Senior Individual Performance, taking home the gold. Welcome to History Happens, the podcast that helps you understand and succeed at the National History Day Contest. With your hosts, Craig and Leslie Mateer. Hey everybody, this is History Happens. Welcome to this episode of Life's Lessons Through NHD Projects. How about that? I'm just going to coin it that term. So I'm Leslie. The grieving process of your of your projects not ending up where you wanted them to be, right? The judging... The journey, the end of the journey, the end of the project's journey. Yes. So So I'm... I'm Leslie. And, and I'm Craig. And my and husband, Craig. Most, most of our students just call us Miss Leslie and Mr. Craig. And Truth in Broadcasting, we just got back a few days ago from our state uh, History Day competition. Which was fantastic. And uh, many of the great projects are moving on. And of course, at a state level, many great projects have come to the end of their journey. And that that's a, can be a, a tough thing for the student for their parents, for the teacher, for the teacher, for anyone involved in that. For Miss Leslie and Mr. Craig. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it is a very real thing. Yes. And 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 maybe people from the outside that don't know as much about Nast- National History Day as you all do uh, may not understand that. But we do. It's real. It's real. It is an absolute real thing when your project, whether your project just doesn't advance or even after nationals, if you go to nationals, you can go as far as you can, um, there's still a grieving process at the end of that, at the end of that. I I can tell you that Mr. Craig and I um, still have several of the sets in our garage because I can't bear to throw away James K. (laughs) Polk's uh, living room, right? And I can't, I just can't part ways with the, uh, with Frederick Morgan's Normandy wall map. I don't know what is wrong with me, but I'm like, no. So the grieving process is real and we get it. And so hopefully this episode becomes a uh, cathartic means for anyone that, a little group uh, therapy little group therapy exactly so let me let me start off craig um, i'm going to start talking about something that we've said before um, but it's really hard to grasp until reality happens and that is that judging is subjective even with the most seasoned judges people who have judged nhd for years and years there's still a bit of subjectivity even with a rubrics You just don't know a judge's likes and dislikes, what a judge really looks for and puts value in over another aspect. And quite frankly, I know Mr. Craig was talking about the rubric can be... A little confusing, right? The the terms are are not obvious to someone that hasn't maybe been through it a few Mm -hmm. times or, or really digs into it. So the judges are volunteers. They're, they're human beings. They're people that are there trying to give of their time and, and I believe genuinely want to do the best for all the students that they're judging, but they all come with their own likes, dislikes, background, um, knowledge base, et cetera, et cetera. And the, and the other thing is that the rule book has, has been changed in the last few years. So there are some judges who may not be as familiar with the new rules. Um, even student, vo- student voice is something that's new, really hard to grasp, hard to understand. It's hard to coach, right? quite right. frankly. And yeah, I was going to say that, that as we try to, to coach and teach 
the students that we get involved with about some of these things, student voice, historical context, Mm -hmm. um, balanced research, what does all that mean? Well, Mm -hmm. obviously we have a podcast, so we're a little obsessed with National History Day, (laughs) truth be told. So we dig into it and we try to learn as much as we can and we try to understand and we try Mm -hmm. to, well, we try to understand exactly what what the the competition is going for. And that's what we try to teach, but that doesn't mean that every judge comes into the competition and has that same level of Mm -hmm. understanding, knowledge, et cetera, et cetera, so. Every year we say, after every contest, there will be some people who you think maybe shouldn't have moved on, and there will be some projects that you think um, should not have, oh no, should have moved on, shouldn't have moved on and should moved on, both of those. Uh, but that's the way it is every year. And that's, that's kind of, that's kind of life. When, when you're looking at a beauty pageant, you, you, or, or, you know, homecoming or a football captain or, or, you know, president of National Honor Society, some people are going to, going to think, wow, you really shouldn't have, um, you really shouldn't have won that, uh, that contest or, or someone else, no, you actually would have been the better football captain, homecoming queen, right, um, dance right, captain, right. Uh, exactly. and National Honor Society president, and that's, whatever. Again, I always, um, and I've said on other podcasts, but I, my view of, of National History Day is not just about the competition, but the life lessons mm-hmm. that come with it. And, and those life lessons aren't always easy ones to learn. So what's the, <laughs> what's the biggest life lesson in this? Life is not fair. fair. That's right. Life it's isn't, not. Life isn't fair. It's not fair. But that, that's and, okay. Yeah. That doesn't make life terrible. Mm-hmm. Just it's just a fact, and and this sometimes makes you face that fact. We we, we want you to know that we get it. Uh, we really really get it, and we've and we've done this even with our own kids. Whether whether Macy and Max um, won nationals or didn't advance after state. We've gone through this same process with them. And uh, can I bring up the Yeah, so, so we're going to talk a little bit about the, the grieving of, of the project ending. And the project may end because you ran out of competitions <laughs> or maybe you got voted off the island. Um, <laughs> but either way, um, we know that you, your family, your teachers have been invested in this for a long, long time. And sometimes siblings. Siblings, siblings absolutely. live with these characters and these projects in the same conversation at the dinner table for and if, eight months. And if you've made it to state, that means you've been through several rounds of judging. Mm-hmm. And so the judges have given you critiques and you've tried to improve. And, and having a National History Day project means you're always trying to improve it. And all of a sudden it's over. Mm-hmm. And there's no reason to improve it because either been eliminated or the competition's done and it's a whole nother year till you get this opportunity and that that can be sad mm-hmm. it is sad mm-hmm. we know that and so and even even if you're uh, in eighth grade and you're not going to do nhd next year or if you're a senior and you know this is the 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 end it's hard it it can be hard. So but we're going to talk a little bit about the stages of grieving mm-hmm. and how they apply to to National History Day projects, and and they do. <laughs> so most of the parents and teachers out there, I'm sure they've heard of the seven of the seven stages of grief. I believe it was a it was a book that came out in the 1960s. Came out in the 60s. Somebody um, Elizabeth Ross. We're going to go with Elizabeth Ross, and you all can look it up if you if you're really curious about this. Um, so she, she detailed seven different stages of grief 
And uh, it can, it doesn't have to just be for the death of someone or for um, the ending of a marriage or something. It can be something as, and I'm going to say this in quotes, as insignificant as an NHD project. You could still go through that, that grieving. So the first stage is shock and denial. And that is the, wow, is it really, it can't really be over. What just happened? Wait, wait, I, they didn't, they didn't announce my name, but I didn't, I didn't make it to runoffs. Surely there's a mistake, (laughs) but wait, that, that project, wait, that, that couldn't, that project moved on and mine didn't. Oof. Yeah, that is real. The next stage is the pain and the guilt. And that is the crying that um, sometimes happens. And it's the, what did I do wrong? It's the guilt. And quite frankly, the guilt doesn't just have to be with the students. The guilt can be the teachers. The guilt can be, um, it can be the parents. Did the parents suggest that you that you add something to your exhibit? Or did the parents suggest that you use a certain prop in your performance that may have been against the rules? Um, what did, uh, there are many people involved in your journey that, that, can, carry, that can carry that guilt, um, especially if there are vague ways or multiple ways to interpret some of the rules. And, and again, as we said before, these, these judges are volunteers that are, are trying their best. They're given a limited amount of information ahead of time. Obviously, the more times they've judged, the more times they've heard that information ahead of time. Um, but again, they're they're doing their best to try mm-hmm. to understand a, a complicated rubric mm-hmm. and and trying to judge in a period of ten or fifteen mm-hmm. minutes yes. these projects that are, that can be so different between you know space and the Revolutionary War mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know some foreign project versus some ballerina project you know i mean it, it can be and all i over can the tell map. you that even for judges who have judged a long time this year i i sat next to a judge who had never judged performances before and always judged exhibits where he could read the thesis he could read the original words and so we had we had a lot of great conversations about uh did they say it which where was the thesis in that and uh and i heard this is historical context is that what you all heard so it was a new experience for me it was fantastic too i would judge uh, i'm hoping they pair me with him again next year quite frankly all three of us were fans we were great together because we all had different personalities but mm-hmm. anyway that's a glass of wine a whole nother conversation so we just went through first we did the shock and denial then we went through the pain and the guilt uh, the other, the next stage is anger and bargaining and the anger where you get mad at the person who told you to put that in your exhibit or the person who told you, um, who, who missed the spelling, who proofed your website and missed the spelling errors. Um, you mad at your partner or feel like, oh my goodness. feel like yes. they were responsible, not yep. you. You get mad at your, you get mad at your group member. Uh, you get mad at your teacher. You get mad at your parent. Um, you get mad at yourself um, when your gut told you to do something or not do something, and you didn't listen to your gut. And 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 parents can have a similar reaction for different reasons. I mean, I speak from experience that you know I can something happens to me that I feel was was um, unfair. 
I mean, I've learned to live with that, right? It's life. That's what we talk about. But man, that happens to my child. And all of a sudden that's like, wait a minute now. Don't, you know, right. I know my child has to learn that lesson, but I'm not ready for that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want you to, I don't want you teaching that now, right? They deserve to win. They deserve yes. to do this, that other. So, yeah. so it, it, it goes beyond just the student teacher mm-hmm. and into, the, mm-hmm. into the family members too. There's got to be thousands of parents and teachers you know feeling the same well, thing and that's and that's why it, quite frankly that's why we're doing this yes. this podcast now because the state competitions have have essentially ended and people are going to get ready for nationals mm-hmm. and and we're going to do a a podcast on what to expect at nationals mm-hmm. which is we'll mm-hmm. turn this into a fun thing later on but but when you when you make nationals it's a big deal cuz mm-hmm. you've beaten a lot of other really good projects mm-hmm. But that also means there's a lot of really good projects that aren't moving on to nationals because yes. the competition gets really tough. Yes, it does. And and you can only send two. And that means three, four, five, six, 18, Ten, whatever, yeah. were really good. And they worked really hard and they did something very special, but they're not going to move on it. And, 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 that, and that's tough. That's so hard. That's right. That is so hard. And it's hard for a parent to watch their child have to go through that too. So mm-hmm. like I said, we're, we understand the pain is real. Thanks Absolutely. for joining us on our, 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 uh, <laughs> our therapy session. So and keep going. You know, if this resonates with you, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love for you to email us and let us know. Um, hopefully this is helping the students and the parents and the teachers, um, and the mentors, the coaches out there. Hopefully this is helping you that, that you know that uh, you're not the only one. It's not just a silly contest, and why should I be this upset? We do, we do understand. Email us at right. askhistoryhappens at gmail.com. That's askhistoryhappens at gmail.com. Okay, moving on to the next stage. The next stage of grief is depression. And, and I'm not talking about a clinical depression. I'm just talking about, wow, yesterday was not what I expected, and I really, I don't want to go to school. I really just want to stay in bed. Uh, I don't want to talk to anybody. Um, I don't want to have to answer to somebody that says, oh, hey, how'd you do it? Stayed? How'd you oh, do it? Oh, when you this? go back to school the next day, mm-hmm. that's hard. Mm-hmm. That is hard. Um, yeah, how'd you do it? Stayed? Are you moving on? No, I lost. Or I got third, so I'm not going on to nationals. Or um, I didn't. I didn't make finals. What, whatever right. it is. Or someone's, oh, you got third. That's great. And you you're know, like, and you're no, you don't sad. understand. That's right. I was just, that yeah. was close to yep. going to nationals. Yep. So there is a depression. I promise you. I guarantee you, one hundred percent, without a shadow of a doubt, the next stage of grief will happen, and that is when things start to turn around. You start to pick yourself up a little bit, rub some dirt on it, and you start to come out of the fog. And I'll say it's a fog because that's that, that's how I that's how I would feel. That's how I, and that's how I'd feel for for my children, even the even the kids that that we coach. We kind of we're kind of stunt double history fair parents to these kids. You know, um, this year we had. We had two um, two young ladies who I bet they spent um, I don't know three hundred hours or so on this, um, and it's it's hard when it comes to the end. You know, they many a Sunday, many a Sunday, they were in over in my office um, printing out things or making their process paper right, and um, so so it, it is it is hard. But I can guarantee you, you will come out of the fog, and it won't be all at once. 
but one day you'll um, you'll be able to get farther along in the day before the voices in your head start start barking at you, right? Because there are voices in the head. Yes, there are. Uh, but that's the upward turn. Once you start feeling that, then you're going to know that um, that you're heading in the right direction. So the next stage of grief is working through it and reconstruction. Basically, that's when you when you can look at it and take out, extract the lessons that you've learned, and kind of move forward with the with the with those lessons. That doesn't mean you like what happened. Um, it doesn't mean that you still don't have the little twangs of hurt and pain and maybe your eyes tear up a little bit, but you will start to see the lessons learned. And then it's, how do I take those lessons and make a better me? Is it, is it I'm going to take those lessons and understand life isn't fair and it just doesn't happen to me, but it happens to everyone? Or is it, wow, next year I'm really going to rock the historical context in my project. And man, my long-term impact, my conclusion is going to have so much student voice, the judges aren't going to know what to do with it, right? So what are the lessons you're going to learn? That's the next, that's the next stage. And then the very last stage is accepting that what happened really did happen. Do you remember we started with the shock? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And did denial. that re- did that and <laughs> denial? Did that really? That, there's no way that just happened. There's absolutely uh, that didn't happen. Surely that didn't happen. Well, the very last stage is the acceptance. Yes, it did happen, and the hope that um, the any future projects you do um, are going to be are going to be better and going to go even farther than your last project did, or the the hope that even if you become a teacher, if you're a parent one day. Or even if you have siblings, that your hope is that they're going to learn from your lessons and be able to make their projects even better than yours. One of the lessons I've always tried to get across with with our own kids is that life can feel hard when you feel like things are happening to you. Mm-hmm. And and when you get judges' results and you're told something, you feel like things are happening to you that are that, are, that you don't have control over. And when you can finally make it through the grief and start putting some action of your own, whether that's picking a new topic for next year, looking at next year's theme, picking a new topic, or even deciding, okay, history fair might not have, might not have been for you, but what am I going to, what am I going to do with that time now? What am I, what am I going to present that I'm going to, I'm going to write song or whatever, I'm going to do science fair, whatever it might be, but but starting to put action together to where you feel now it's it's under your control and things aren't happening to you. Yep. So um, that's that's kind of where we've always tried to to try and help our our kids uh, get to. So bottom line is life isn't fair. Life isn't fair. You all but, had you but all you're had great, still amazing. That's right. You had great projects, and maybe they didn't go as far as you would like. But there's still lessons to be learned there, and, and there's and you learned so much from your topic and from the process, you learned how to critically analyze research pieces. You learned about a time frame that maybe your history books skipped over. You learned about these heroes in history that have been unsung and you shared that, that story with people. Um, you learned how to organize yourself a little bit more. You learned how to prioritize. You learned how to set deadlines. You you became a better writer. You became a better interviewer, whether it's interviewing um, a historical figure or whether you just totally nailed the, the judge's interview. 
you came out of this a better person, a better student, um, a better a better contributor to society. And think, well done. I'm just going to say, that's well right. done. Think think back to the beginning of of your project and think, wow, if I knew everything I know now. When I started this project, mm-hmm. wow! Think of think of where I'd where I'd be. Well, now you get to you get to start your next project with all that knowledge, and you come right out of the starting gate, and uh, and ne- and next year you'll uh, you'll knock them dead. So, thanks for joining us. I hope you'll tune in and listen to all our uh, episodes. Uh, and remember, if you have any questions or there's something you want us to talk about. Reach out to us at askhistoryhappens at gmail.com. That's askhistoryhappens at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye, guys.